Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And welcome to hour number two of our broadcast. One of the things I want to share on a personal note, actually a couple of personal stories I want to share and I want to offer a disclaimer, lest anybody misunderstand or misread, because I'm sure people will anyway. <laughs> I don't know why I even bother. I have a friend who just tells me all the time, Vince, just get rid of the disclaimers. I know your heart. <laughs> you don't need to explain to me. Uh, those closest to me have said that plenty of times. But there's a couple of stories I want to share. One of them, I was out yesterday at a public location at a restaurant and this particular restaurant did not have cash and the person in front of me this is one of my favorite restaurants and the person in front of me was not able to pay because the cashier said we can't accept cash and so this guy he's at a place where well he's kind of stuck because he doesn't have a card and I'm standing there watching this and pondering this and, you know, you know how something pops into your mind and you're motivated to act. Fortunately, I did not fall into the paralysis of analysis this time. I stepped in and I said, don't worry about it. You know, it's on me. And I swiped my card. And he actually, of course, gave me the money for it in cash to pay for his meal. So problem solved, right? But that wasn't the end of the story. What was really moving is when I got ready to pay for my meal, the lady behind the register said, I got you. She did not charge me for my meal because of what I did. I, I was blown away. <laughs> it was far from my expectation about what would happen. I share that story again. It, the whole point of that is not to highlight, you know, how wonderful Vince is. The point is, it's neat how kindness builds upon itself, isn't it? How one act prompted somebody else to act. And I wonder how many situations like that might occur if we take that first step. Whatever it is, it might be something as simple as that. Just taking a step of kindness. And I just thought that was a 
a cool experience yesterday. The other personal story from my oldest son, my firstborn. He's such a such a bright kid. Of course, I can still call him kid. He's 24. But he very much, very much has a grasp of reality around him. And you'll be able to tell by what he posted on social media yesterday. I get complaining that gas prices and, of course, other resources are spiking. Keep in mind, the people in Russia woke up one day to a worthless currency. Not to mention, of course, Ukrainians being exterminated. We can scream F. Joe Biden. Meanwhile, Russians get beat and arrested for protesting Putin's war. Ukraine fights for their freedom. Almost like the founders of this country. Just a mere couple hundred years ago. And we criticize Zelensky for the modern-day inconvenience. Not just the U.S., Europe getting hit quite hard. It's not just us. This could still blow up in something that the word inconvenient could not even begin to describe. Putin may be past the point of no return. Why would he dial back now? This is only going to get uglier. I think this is a pretty insightful analysis from a 24-year-old, don't you think? But as I mentioned, this was communicated on social media and uh, very, very encouraged by his insight. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? I wanted to get to this yesterday because I really have some personal things I want to go into. Personal as it relates to you. But I was listening to Dr. Laura the other day. I love Dr. Laura. She is just a wonderful person. I so appreciate the counsel that she has provided for years, the steady moral voice. There was a discussion, and one of the things Dr. Laura is very strong on is not prematurely exposing our kids to things like social media. One of her listeners was tapped in on this conversation and decided to post something on Instagram in response. Dr. Laura says, the listener sent this to me. I thought it was a great response to the argument that kids would be left out if parents didn't give them their own cell phones. This is good. I want you to follow this with me. Yes, they will be left out. If you delay smartphones and refuse social media until a time when their brains are more equipped to handle it, they will be 100% left out. Left out of a dangerous TikTok trend. Left out of Instagram drama. Left out of Snapchat nude pics. Left out of a comparison and body image trap. Left out of knowing that every friend, what every friend is doing without them. Left out of mindless scrolling. Left out of living online. Left out of porn sites. Left out of addictive gaming. Left out of burning bridges. Left out of inappropriate conversations. Left out of incessant bullying. Left out of possible predators. Left out of sleepless nights. 
left out of explicit lyrics, left out of losing their inner innocence, left out of endless distractions. Yes, they're going to be left out and probably left out of some friend groups and cool crowds and meetups and fun weekend parties. It's a bummer, but I'll take it. Also, I'm not naive enough to think that holding off on a smartphone, internet, or social media takes away the junk, because, of course, it won't. But it also doesn't open the door and usher it in with my silent blessing. Being left out, it's a small price to pay for a fighting chance at becoming the person they were meant to be in this crazy, mixed-up world. And if more parents would choose this path, it would be a little less lonely, maybe even cool. But even if it never is, I am 100% certain that I will stand my ground because there are far worse things than being left out. And nothing quite as powerful as parents that know that. Let's do better. Let's be better. We have to. Isn't that not powerful? Response to the question of giving young kids cell phones. What do you think about this? love to get your perspective still to come we're going to talk about mental health i know it's a subject many of us try to avoid especially many of us men you men especially i want you to listen up as we continue our broadcast stay with us worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, George, I have an assignment for you to remind the uh, absent-minded host to post this item that was on the Dr. Laura show. Because this texture says, Vince, could you say again who wrote that article? Response to why my kids won't have a cell phone or where we can view it. I would love to share that with my wife. I am going to post this with the help of George, hint, 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 on the Facebook page for the Vince Coakley radio program on 106.3 WRD and for News Talk 1110 WBT, the Facebook page. I will endeavor to do that. I need to do it during the next break. Because if I don't do it then, I'm going to forget. I know me. Vince, your show is great. Thanks for your perspective and sharing your faith. The missing out on the cell phone response was great. That's from Alan. 
We also have this. This text is uh, unfortunately broken up. I hope I can share it with a sense of continuity. Since hearing your story, something I similarly felt I wanted to do two weeks ago. I've seen this pizza delivery driver near a store that I frequent. His car has a busted windshield, missing bumper, and it's just not in good shape. But here he is out working hard, doing the right thing. When maybe he could be taking an easier way out. So I saw him coming out of the pizza store, getting into his car. I stopped him. I told him, I've seen him out working hard. I noticed the condition of his car and with gas prices the way they are, I wanted to give him $20 to do whatever he would like with it. He was so appreciative and thanked me and said, God bless you. Just made my day. And I felt better for doing it. Love your show. Keep up the great work. That is from Brian from here in Charlotte. Just We just never know what little acts of kindness can encourage somebody. Just the little spark they need just for the day to keep it going. I don't know about you, but a lot of times I'm... I find myself exhausted. I have sleep issues, which I've been dealing with forever. Last night was one of those. And honestly, I was a little um, skeptical on whether I had even the energy today with probably two good hours, and that might be overstating it, (laughs) whether I'd be able to function today. But I'm here. And it's probably uh, something some of you regret. But you'll get over it. (laughs) There's something here that I thought of. Oh, the restaurant story. There's a texture responding to this. And then everyone in the restaurant clapped and started chanting, Vince, 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 Vince. (laughs) Childish. Absolutely childish. That was pretty funny. All right. I want to get personal a bit. One of the things, and I don't want to get too deep into this, but I, but then again, I do. Can I just say something about us men when it comes to us being open about sharing our hearts? We suck. We are terrible. Absolutely terrible. We love to do a whole lot of posing. Posing, pretending. And there's a place where we honestly need to recognize our vulnerability and our struggle and open up about it with safe people. And that's the key phrase here, with safe people. Here's why I'm going into this. NBC News has this story, Americans are besieged by stress. I mean, this story amazes me, especially when you hear the subtitle of this, the the first line in this story, concerns over nuclear war and inflation. Following two years of a pandemic, have Americans more stressed than ever? Nuclear war, who ever, who even thought this would be part of our discussion in 2022? I thought that went out with the end of the Cold War. Remember that line from Barack Obama during the debate? The 80s called. They want their foreign policy back. Not too funny now, is it? May have gotten some people to applaud. Now... I think we're all taking this very seriously. Financial woes, coupled with a barrage of horrifying scenes from Ukraine as Russia continues its invasion, have pushed a majority of Americans to unprecedented levels of stress. This is according to a new report from the American Psychological Association. 
their annual Stress in America poll, they just put this out, found that U.S. adults already weary from two years of the COVID-19 pandemic are now overwhelmingly troubled by inflation and the war in Ukraine. According to the results, and this is a big number, 87% of those surveyed cited rising costs of everyday items like groceries and gas as a significant source of stress. The same percentage said their mental health was greatly affected by what it has felt like a constant stream of crises without a break over the last two years. You know what it's like? I told you I've been watching MMA. And I've watched so many of these fights now. And it's interesting where you can see certain fighters who are very good at this. They keep coming with a barrage of hits, whether it's knees or punches or elbows. And, you know, the best ones are able to put these things in combination and keep coming at such a pace that... Ultimately, the person has to either submit or they just collapse in exhaustion and pain or pass out. That's kind of what's happening to many of us. We've been taking these blows over and over. Just when we get out of one crisis, here's another one. Lynn Bufka, a clinical psychologist, says the shared feeling of stress among so many Americans was startling. While many people can feel stress, they often cite different political or social reasons as the source. We don't usually see 80% of people telling us the particular stressor is stressful for that many individuals. So in other words, this high number is a big deal. The poll surveyed a nationally representative group of 3,012 U.S. adults initially conducted in mid-February, just ahead of the two-year anniversary of the start of the pandemic. At that time, respondents were overwhelmingly concerned about finances and particularly stressed about inflation. 65% said they were stressed about money in the economy, the highest percentage recorded since 2015, seven years ago. Lindsay McKernan an associate professor of psychiatry and behavioral sciences at Vanderbilt. His Americans were already in an overwhelmed and depleted place. Depleted. The invasion was a new threat to our safety. So in order to get the most accurate picture of stress in America, the researchers set out to do a second poll. Questions specific to Russia, Russia and Ukraine. Second round of polling, conducted March 1st through 3rd, included... 2,051 adults. Get a load of this. 80% of respondents said they were concerned about potential retaliation from Russia, either through cyber attacks or nuclear threats. 69% said they feared they were witnessing the beginning stages of what could be World War III. Beyond pinpointing the source of stress for Americans, the poll also delved into how that stress impacted their physical health. Nearly a quarter of the respondents said they tried to cope with pandemic stress by drinking more alcohol. 58% had undesired weight fluctuations, either gaining or losing more weight than they wanted. How about you? I want to know how you are really doing. Call or text us. Nobody's going to know who you are. I'd love to hear from you. Stay with us. Before the break, I share with you this study about the stresses many of us are under. 80% of us feeling the stress, the war, 
inflation, gas prices, all of this after the pandemic. I'd love to get your perspective on how you're coping with all of this. The Ingalls Markets Talk Line, 800-928-1110, 800 the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. Let's go first to Carol here in Charlotte. Good morning, Hi, Carol. How are you? Hi. How are you? All right. Listen, I'm an ordained minister, and I'm going to tell you about the stress. I don't have any, and I tell you why, Vince. I don't watch news. I pull up my phone, and I look at what's going on, and I turn it off. You cannot, let me say this over again, people. I know they're not going to do it because people don't do what you tell them. But (laughs) you cannot watch the news and have a happy life because there's so many different spins on things, and they will tell you how to think, what's going on here, what's going on there. You will never have peace. My friends have actually dropped cable. Now, we, we now watch movies. When I'm in my car, I listen to his radio, 94.1. I don't fool with that because people are on this news to make money. They're writing books. They're telling you how to think. They're writing books about this. What's going on with that? The Democrats against the Republicans, the liberals against the conservatives. You will never have peace listening to all the news. Mm-hmm. Preach it, <laughs> okay. sister. Testify. You got it? <laughs> oh, you better believe I. Uh, Carol, do you have any question as to why I got out of the television news business? Okay. Why? <laughs> I think you have just answered the question. Oh, okay. <laughs> it drove me up the wall. Yes. <laughs> to continually be taking all of this in. Uh-huh. And it it's, you know, and I, I got it. When people will come up to me and they say, you know, Vince, I love you. I really love you and appreciate you, but I cannot watch this stuff day yeah. after day. Yeah. I would love to watch you. But I don't want to hear this stuff day there's, after day. A good movie I want you to watch, Vince. A good movie I want you to watch. It's called Collapse. Hmm. It's about two little boys going across the desert to reach their relatives, uh, their aunt and uncle, because their parents died. If you watch Collapse, the ending is so refreshing. It's about a depression era and people attacking people and trying to get over and this thing like you know when you go through a depression but in the end it is so much fun you got mm. it <laughs> yeah i i love this just available on netflix collapse okay no, right. is, is it available oh, on netflix for instance yeah i think it's on prime amazon but amazon. i don't know if it's i think it's on, it's on amazon i watch it on amazon okay yeah. that is certainly good colla- to i know. watch a lot of movies good movies yeah, good and for... uh, it keeps me uh, it keeps me going. I I can't do the news. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, there's no need to apologize. No need at all, okay. Carol. I'd like I'd like you to hold on. By the way, don't hang up okay. yet because I would like to get some information from you to follow up at some point. Isn't she wonderful? Can you just hear the joyfulness in her disposition? It's uh, really encouraging. Scott out of Cornelius. Good morning and welcome. Hey, good morning. Yes, sir. Hey, I, I just you ask how people are dealing with the stress and everything. I I wake up every morning. And I'm grateful that that the stresses that I have are not the stresses of having to run away from a, an advancing army, you know, and seeing people uh, that I love being killed, and all the things that those people are having to deal with. So to me, our stresses are uh, minimal. Yeah. I don't know how to, how to say that. 
And that's part of what helps us, as you describe here, the importance of being grateful, expressing thankfulness, is recognizing how good we have it. Um, that's really very important, Scott. Very much appreciate your call. Let's go next to Debbie in Charlotte. Good morning, Debbie. Good morning. I just want to second what the minister was saying. I, um, if you watch the news twenty four seven, you'll you'll go crazy. Um, I work part time now, and so when I'm in the car, I'm actually listening to you this morning. But I usually turn it to Joy FM, and um, which is a great Christian station. But anyway, and watch a lot of Hallmark movies and HGTV. Oh no! Oh no! This is where you lose me, right there. I'm just, I'm just I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just sorry. kidding with you. Go ahead, Debbie. <laughs> no, I was telling the screener that you know you read during the Depression how so many people went to the movies, you know, they find yes. people, save their money. And I think that's, you know, it's kind of nice. You just get away. And But again, that's that's how I do it and do my, um, you know, just don't listen maybe 30 minutes to the news in the evening. And I tell the screener I won't tell him what channel I listen to, but I have that, have dinner, and then just go turn on um, Hallmark movies. So. Hey, that's fair enough. You know, Debbie, uh, thanks again. Very much appreciate your call. You know, and again, so much of this, again, it's about managing what you take in, you know, and this is why, and, and I'm being honest about this, I would not encourage anybody, especially to be listening in, listening to hard driving, um, let's go take out the liberals, whatever, talk radio 24-7. If you're taking in a diet of that 24-7, uh, God help you, because that really is not good for your mental health. It really isn't. I would not encourage that, which is why I try not to do that on this program. Because ultimately, I think a lot of it is for not anyway. Oh, boy. <laughs> After having said that, here I am ready to rant. Because the federal mask mandate for airline flights and on public transportation has been extended until April 18th. I'm not going to say the thought that's in my head right now. This was put in place by the Biden administration early 2021. It's been extended multiple times. Was going to expire on the 18th, which was next week. But they've now extended this to April 18th. They just don't give up. They just do not give up. <laughs> this, this texter, I cut off. I cut off talk radio. When Vince stresses me out. <laughs> uh, there's another similar one here. Where was that? It has disappeared. Stay with us. Final stretch of the Vince Coakley radio program on this Thursday. And this heads up for those of you who are curious about that post I shared with you. The one from Dr. Laura. The person who wrote in about keeping their child away from phones, at least for young children, it's a really good post. It has now been posted on the 106.3 WORD Facebook page. So if you want to see it, you want to share it, have at it. 106.3 WORD Facebook page. Go check it out. Time for us now to take a look at the day in history.
We check in with a good friend, Lonzo. How are you doing today, man? I am wonderful. Very glad to hear that. A relatively easy list. I know it's kind of dangerous to say that because you believe in jinxes. So anyway, there's a total of six questions. And we begin in 1862. And we have the first, um, let's say, um, this is something that every country has in order to cover the cost of goods and services. And it is printed out as a form of exchange for goods and services. What is it? Money? Paper money is absolutely correct. National currency notes started in 1862. Would you believe the country operated for, what, nearly 100 years without it? Imagine that. Yeah, we traded chickens and pigs and stuff. A lot of bartering going on. Yep. They just decided to wing it for a while. 1864. (laughs) Uh, This president promoted Grant to command the army. 1864. Who was in office in that year? Abraham Lincoln. Abe Lincoln. Honest Abe. 1947. They call him the Big Four. U.S., France, Germany. I'm sorry about that. I got these countries wrong. U.S., France, England, and Italy. They met in Moscow to discuss the future of this country. That was one of the main instigators in the war. Germany? What? Germany is correct. They were discussing Germany's future. 1959, Tibet started revolting against this country for their occupation of theirs. Who was occupying Tibet? Who dared to do so? Um, China? The Chinese were the ones occupying Tibet. You got a streak going here, sir. We continue in 1980. The leader of Iran said his government supports rebels holding Americans hostage at the embassy in Tehran. Who was this dastardly leader who was supporting this act of terrorism? Ayatollah Khomeini? Yep, that was him indeed. And last but not least, boy, this is a familiar story. The U.S. banned oil from this country because of the government's continued support of terrorism. This was 1982. I'll give you a hint. It's a country we ultimately invaded, NATO invaded. Um, Probably not the smartest decision ever made. Probably one of the dumbest. And one where we remember Hillary Clinton and her cackling, um, celebrating what we did in that country. Afghanistan. That is incorrect. Oh, is it Iraq? It's Libya. Libya, ah. Libya. We stopped taking their oil in 1982, and later on, we would see this situation completely blow up to the point where the internationalists decided to intervene and run Gaddafi out. So that was the end of his reign. That is it. All right. I'm going to give you a little bit of a hint here. A heads up for those of you who are especially squeamish. This story just blew my mind. We take you out to San Diego. 
And let me ask you this question. What is the absolute last animal that you would ever think about smuggling into this country in your clothes? A snake. <laughs> that, that did not require any thought, did it? No, it did not. Get a load of this, Alonso. A man who tried to slither past U.S. border agents in California had a total of, you ready for this, 52 lizards and snakes hidden in his, hidden in his clothes. Why, yes, that is a snake in my pocket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is so bad. The man was driving a truck when he arrived at the border crossing with Mexico, and he was pulled out for some additional screening. You know, this happens from time to time with people. U.S. Customs and Border Protection. The agents found 52 live reptiles tied up in small bags, which were concealed in the man's jacket, pants, and groin area. Does that sound like a great plan to you? Nine. I was thinking maybe it's the lizards down there, and uh, I, I don't. Know. I, I mean, <laughs> oh, if gosh. you have to pick between reptiles, which ones oh, you? I'm looking I, uh, at this man. Nine snakes, forty-three horned lizards were seized. Some of the species considered endangered. Whoa, 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 whoa! Horned lizards. Never mind. Yeah, the man identified only as a 30-year-old U.S. citizen arrested for the alleged live reptile smuggling attempt. Those have been seized along with the vehicle. The reptiles were placed in a secure and safe area. They're going to be quarantined because some of these animals are actually endangered. How much money was he due to make? You know, that's a very good question. That is not in this story. I would be very curious to know how much. It's got to be a bunch to to risk that. Oh, gosh. I'll tell you one thing for sure. There is no amount of money anybody can pay me to put any of that in my clothes. Not going to happen. Not going to happen at all. That's all the time we have. Thanks very much for joining us for the broadcast today. Lord willing, we're back tomorrow at the same time. Have yourselves a great day, and God bless you. Take care. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 